Hello, welcome to Veronica's Real Estate Tips. Today I want to talk about a 1031 exchange. 1031 refers to Section 1031, which is a provision of the Internal Revenue Code, IRC, aka the Tax Code, that allows a business or an owner of investment property to defer federal taxes on some exchanges of real estate. To be clear, they'll have to pay that tax at one time or another, but this allows them to just defer it. The 1031 provision is used by investors who are selling one property and reinvesting the proceeds in one or more other properties. It is not available to buyers or sellers of personal homes for their own use, only investment properties. Qualifying Section 1031 exchanges are called 1031 exchanges, like-kind exchanges, or starker exchanges. And all those names mean the same thing, sorry I didn't mean to confuse you. And when you're doing a 1031 exchange, I highly recommend you use an accommodator who is a company specializing in 1031 exchanges. That company will ensure that you submit the right documents and comply with all regulations. As a realtor, I've taken several 1031 exchange courses, so I know a lot about it, but you still want to use a licensed accommodator whose specialty that is. because me. I'm a real estate agent, my specialty is just buying and selling homes, and their specialty is 1031 exchanges. They only do 1031 exchanges. So I suggest that you, alongside with your realtor, also work with an accommodator. So why do investors do 1031 exchanges? The first reason, and the most important reason, of course, is tax deferral. They will be deferring 30% of the total capital gain taxes that they normally have to pay right after the sale. The second reason is to buy more property by using the deferred taxes to buy either a larger property or multiple properties. Another big reason to do a 1031 exchange is to diversify your portfolio. For example, you can sell a property in California and buy two properties, uh, one in Oregon and one in Washington, or maybe two in Washington, and that would be geographic diversification of your assets. Or you can diversify the asset class. For example, you sell a multifamily building and buy two single-family homes. Now you have different asset class in your portfolio. Some more reasons to do a 1031 exchange uh, fall under the umbrella of long-time homeownership issues. Uh, one of these can be a relief of management burden. For example, one of your properties has become too difficult to manage. There's always something wrong with it and you're spending a lot of money every year repairing it. And you'd like to get rid of that property and get one that is newer, that has less issues, so you're getting more for your buck. Another reason may be to exchange a fully depreciated property into a higher value property that can be depreciated. And why is depreciation important is because you can write it off for your taxes. So if a property is fully depreciated, that means you can't write off any more depreciation each year. So you buy a property that can be depreciated and that can save you some taxes. Now you're all fired up about 1031 exchanges, let's get to the guidelines that what you need to do to make it happen. So the first guideline is the property qualifications. The property must be an investment property held for productive use in business or as an investment. For example, you're buying the property to run some kind of small business out of it, or you're renting it out, or you're just holding it, but you're not living in it, you're not allowed to live in it, that's illegal, you're just holding it to sell it at a later date. 
And so the property should also be like kind. A lot of people don't know what this means. It means、uh, the property cannot be foreign. So it could be bought anywhere in the United States, but no foreign property or fixer uppers. So you can't buy a house that's run down, fix it up in six months, and then sell it and claim that's a 1031 exchange. No, you're supposed to hold it for a longer term. The second guideline concerns tax deferral requirements. You must reinvest all cash. Purchase price must be equal or greater than in value. For example, you're exchanging a property that's valued at a million dollars. You sell it, you get your million dollars or however amount of cash you get. Like if you have a loan, you're gonna have less than the, the full value of the property, but you're gonna have some cash anyway. And you have to reinvest all of that cash in your new property. And the purchase price of your new property must be at least a million dollars or more. The third guideline of 1031 exchanges is very important because it concerns the timeline. You have 180 days total to complete your exchange. And the 45 days that come first are used to identify replacement property. So you have 45 days to identify replacement property, and by day 180, the exchange must be complete. To clarify, you have 45 days to find a new property and 135 days to actually buy it, go into contract, and successfully close escrow on the new property. The last guideline I'll mention today has to do with the number of properties you're allowed to purchase with your proceeds from the property that you're exchanging. So you can actually purchase、uh, as many as you want, but it gets complicated after three. So I suggest that you stick to three properties or less as long as the combined value of the three properties that you buy, the market value, is the same as or greater than the property that you're exchanging. Let me sneak in a pro tip here about the 200% rule, which applies to 1031 exchanges when you're buying four or more replacement properties. So, this rule says that the sum total of all the purchase prices for the four or more replacement properties cannot exceed 200% of the selling price of the old property. For example, you sold your old property for a million dollars. 200% of a million dollars is $2 million. Say you want to buy four or more properties with the proceeds from your old one,、uh, the sum total of all their values cannot be greater than $2 million, and thus the 200% rule. Thank you for listening to Veronica's Real Estate Tips. This is the last episode of the season, so please, please, please let me know what you thought, if you found it helpful, because I really want to do a season two, but only if there's enough interest. So please tell me you're interested by leaving a good review or a comment on any of my social media pages, and please tell me what you want to hear about, because I've、uh, mentioned quite a variety of topics, and I'd like to know what you would like me to talk about, because in real estate, I learned Something new every day, and I'd love to be able to share it with you.